Hey guys, welcome to episode 5 of a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. The podcast where Brandon tells me we're going to record at 10 o'clock and then we're starting at 11. How does that happen, Brandon? <laughs> you know, I'm not really sure anymore, but I figured we should just factor this in whenever we decide to uh, set a time. It's probably going to happen an hour after we have. So one of us needs to adjust. So either you need to tell me 11, yeah. which is the proper solution, just so you know. To be safe, I might I even need... tell you two hours ahead. Right. Or maybe, so, yeah. maybe I should just assume when you say 10 that it means 11. So right. then yeah. that way I can be like, hey, you want to record at 9? And you're like, okay, cool. Which will really mean 10. 10. Yeah. Right. So, Brandon, before we started recording this podcast, you had some interesting information for me. Uh, I wanted to start testing out the video portion of our podcast so that, you know, once we get the YouTube going, yeah. uh, people can actually see us. Now, you informed me at that time that we could not do a video call because you like to podcast naked. Right. Well, you see, I just got home. It was late. I just went to Unwar Island to relax. So I figure, you know, I'm just going to take everything off and just take it easy to the podcast. Right. Yeah. So. It's just like, do I really need clothes on to podcast? Well, now that everyone has that visual for the rest of this episode, <sighs> I'll have everybody know. <laughs> uh, I do want to commend you on something that happened this week. Uh, last week I said you set a record for falling asleep during an episode of SmackDown. Well, this week, you completely stayed awake for an episode of Raw. You're damn right. All, like, three hours of it. And so, exactly. I mean, it's even longer than a SmackDown. So, Brandon, were you so offended by last week's episode that you made sure to stay... Well, two things. One, I gave you a soda. You drank it out completely. I drank the soda. And then, two, you stayed awake for the entire episode of Raw. So what did I do to piss you off in such a manner that you had to prove me wrong? You know what? I don't think it had anything to do with that. I don't know. It was just the stars aligned that evening for some reason. So what you're saying is I should start a motivational <laughs> podcast where I basically tell people how to better themselves. Because in one week, I've made you a better person. I mean, you can't show up to things on time still, but, right. you know. I mean, you know, two out of three. I don't know if that's yeah, ever going to get fixed. But <laughs> so, Brandon, episode five, we did promise a Q and A, and we have a lot of questions to answer. We actually got questions. Like, are we... these like wait? Are these like real questions that did like somebody type them up? And then, like... Yeah, yeah, I just typed all of them up myself. <laughs> no, these are legitimate questions. We wow. got them through Instagram stories. What? So if you're wait, not following, wait, 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 hold on. How do I get to the Instagram stories? Uh, it's Instagram.com slash a Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Oh my God. So it's Instagram. Hi folks. Welcome to a Kenny for your thoughts podcast. The podcast where Brandon <laughs> learns of our social media presence. Every, every time we have an episode. So Instagram.com slash a Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Right. And follow that link, ladies and gentlemen, to support us. Uh, I always update it when we post new episodes, put little snippets. And uh, the one thing I did do this week was I put uh, something in our story. Yeah, I put something in our story basically saying, what do you want to ask us? And we got a lot of responses. So we got some questions to answer, Brandon. Okay, hold on. Wait, where is it that the questions... 
Well, I would video uh, video like call you right now to kind of show you, but yeah, you know. I'm naked. Yeah, there are some questions to do with you. So I mean, wow, really? Yeah, nice. people actually have questions about you, Brandon. <laughs> You're a mysterious figure. <laughs> actually, something we're doing on our Facebook page, which Brandon found out about last episode. Yeah, uh, we have a poll up there right now that says. Who is your favorite host? And it has Brandon and Kenny. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah, you guys got to start voting on that. All right. Loser has to run around the block naked. Right. I'm already and, ready to go. So, <laughs> Brandon's already prepared I'm to lose. You're not going to lose anyway. I've created about 50 fake Facebook pages just to win that. Bet. <laughs> all right, Brandon. So I guess before we get into the Q&A, we should probably talk a little wrestling. This is a wrestling podcast after all. So, I mean... What do you think about Raw, SmackDown? No format. Let's just talk about what happened this week in wrestling. I mean, did you see Super Showdown at all? You know what? I did not see Super Showdown. I baited you into that because I know you didn't see it. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I well, actually Well, you know saw what? That. Everybody was like, you know what? This is just going to be a Super House show. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess I don't need to watch it. <laughs> so Saturday, we, my fiance, my daughter, and I went to the St. Pete health fest a uh, really cool atmosphere i actually want to move to st pete eventually so and nice. hopefully that'll mean that i'm too far for you to come over and fall asleep at my house so anyway <laughs> um after that we came home really tired st pete's an hour away from where we live just so everyone knows and uh we came home and i still watched a four-hour event to show you the level of host and the level of wrestling fan that i am dedicated i still bro. watched it and they watched it with me what they watched with? So basically, you didn't want to watch it because you thought it was a super house show. Where no, as no, 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 to no. Being was... an Australian <laughs> WrestleMania, like it really was a big show. It no, like yeah, it looks like it was awesome. People. Yeah, from what I from what I saw, it looked like it was amazing. What do you mean from what you saw? You just said you didn't see it. Oh, I don't. You know what? I remember what happened. Uh, yeah, so I had to play that day, and then we went out Armature Works way. There was a buddy in town. Yeah, and it was his birthday, so we went in. Uh, I got with him. He used to actually play with us. He was doing the lead guitar stuff for us uh, before. So he used to play guitar with you, but yeah. then he realized that he had better it's things. It's just he not became... fun to spend time with you. Right, right. He became a family man, actually. You know, some people here are still dedicated to their craft, and they're still family men. Not saying who, but <laughs> yeah. I just want you to know. Yes. It's me. You are the father figure. Kenny, the father figure. He's oh, such Kenny. a father. It is... I mean, it's not, I don't want to say it's weird or anything, but it's like, it's like, dang, man, it's like Kenny, like, he he did it, you know, he, he was that one. He was like the true father out of everybody. I know it's weird, like, uh, I wouldn't, if, if I was a third party looking in, I, I wouldn't have thought I would have been the father figure in the right. group, but here we are, and... I'm the first one out of all the friends to have a kid, so he was weird. a bit, yeah, because he, he, you're a bit of a ladies' man in your day. Let me, let me just give you a twenty dollar bill <laughs> right there. Thanks for plugging me on the podcast, bro. I mean, appreciate that. It was, was that what it was. It, it wasn't planned, but you know, it was. You know, you were who you were, but it's like now you're the father, and it's like, wow, man. I, I do like to talk to people, and I like to have genuine conversations with people. I like to get to know people. But, you know, Brandon always turned that into, like, debauchery. Like, yeah, Kenny's good with the ladies. Like, no, I'm just good at talking to people. <laughs> no, man. Uh-huh. It's okay. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. My, it's all right. you're my hype it's man. Right. Yeah. You're my hype man, and I always we, appreciate we know. that. We know what Kenny was up to. 
It's all good now. Now I might, I might have to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> now he's the father. But anyway, uh, Super Showdown. <laughs> yeah, way off topic there, Brandon. Yeah, Super Showdown was great. Um, I mean, I like that Buddy Murphy won the uh, cruiserweight title in Australia. Uh, the rumors were that no titles would have changed hands in Australia, and I was like, oh, I promise you, there's one title change, and sure enough, Buddy Murphy won the cruiserweight yeah. title. Um, besides that, I mean, it was a packed show. Uh, Storylines were great, matches were great. For uh, as long as the event was, I didn't really feel like it was a chore to watch. I didn't feel like it just dragging out. Yeah, and I mean, like awesome. like I said, I was in the blistering heat all day, and and I was exhausted, you know, driving back and forth as well. And I still was en- pretty entertained by that event. So kudos to them for Super Showdown. I mean, it's just cool that we have the network now, and we get to have like what feels like. A WrestleMania esque event, you know, at a random time in the year, October, and that's uh, that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. What do you think about this? And you know, going around to different countries and having sort of these like WrestleMania events, you know, well, during the year. I, I mean, I think it's pretty cool. But I was wondering what you thought about it. Do you think it diminishes sort of mania, or do you not? You know, like the idea of them doing that. So, you... my opinion on it is essentially this. Um, who in their right mind is going to tell me that the Super Bowl means any less because it's held in a stadium just like normal games? You know what I mean? So what I'm saying there is WrestleMania is WrestleMania. Um, it's WrestleMania because of the whole week, the atmosphere, the buildup. So these shows do nothing to hurt that, especially when they're in different markets, different international markets right. the, like the way they are. Because... You know, Australia gets a WrestleMania-esque event. That just puts money into WWE's pocket. Um, We get a cool event to watch on a Saturday at 5 a.m. Like something, you know, it makes us feel like really happy as wrestling fans to get like a bonus. So I don't think anybody should be sitting there going, oh, well, it diminishes WrestleMania. I've actually heard that. Like, oh, they shouldn't have big events. Do you even understand business, bro? Like, like, it doesn't hurt to have. Yeah. Like, do you even lift, bro? (laughs) But no, seriously, like, why not have uh, these WrestleMania-styled events in other countries and let fans who maybe can't afford to go to a WrestleMania and make that trek, they can get a similar experience. It's, it helps the wrestling business. It grows the audience, which goes back to ratings don't mean everything because stateside, the ratings may suck, but if worldwide they're successful, you still have a very, very viable company. And did you, you said this show, this is a good show, so I'm assuming you thought this is much better than the one they had in, I think, was it Saudi Arabia? Um, I like the event in Saudi Arabia. It, I okay. thought it was, I thought it was better than Super Showdown. I think because, oh, really? it, yeah, oh, I did. Okay. Um, I think that's because it was the first of its kind. You know what I mean? Like we had a situation where WrestleMania had just happened, and now we're getting a um, an event that was as big as WrestleMania fan wise in a completely different country on a Friday at like three o'clock or something like that. It's so it was like, it was a really cool experience. Uh, you can't replicate the first, you know what I mean? Uh, so crown jewel, WWE crown jewel, uh, in Saudi Arabia, I don't think is going to be as good, but it's going to be great. I mean, again, you can't replicate WrestleMania one because it was the first WrestleMania, but that doesn't mean WrestleMania 34 was a bad event, you know? Yeah. All right, Brandon. I mean, you know, we're, we won't get into Super Showdown. Um, 
too much. I mean, we got a lot to cover here, but anything about Super Showdown that you want to discuss or anything that stood out to you? You know, I will say, uh, don't sleep on John Cena's whoa, hair. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going to have an impromptu don't sleep on it segment right now? I had to, man. I, I'm just I'm seeing the picture here of John Cena, and the hair looks fantastic. I didn't know he could grow his hair out like this. I, mean, I thought he can, like he I mean, was. He can. He's kind of balding in the back. Though. Yeah, I thought he was balding out, but I was like, "Wow, this, this is crazy." Look, He's... I'm just gonna say it. I I thought JBL had come out. I thought JBL had <laughs> returned, and I was like, "Oh, this is great." But where the hell's John Cena? And then I realized it was John Cena. It to me, he just doesn't look good with that what? hair. You in don't the... like no, it? wait, wait. Let me finish that. <laughs> okay, sentence. okay, okay. I'm sorry. He doesn't look good with that hair in jean shorts because it just <laughs> looks really weird to see like a classy older guy wearing young style jean shorts. I don't know. Does he need to wear like a Barry Corbin uh, Fridays vest with that hair? Maybe. I mean, it's he should be wearing something different. I mean, right. if he's gonna come back with you know different hairstyle and stuff, which I assume, by the way, is for is for a movie. movie. I don't okay, think, yeah. yeah, I don't think he just came back to, to grow his hair out and be different. Um, but if he's gonna come back with that, man, maybe go back to some tights or something. Change something about you, dude. You look I, weird with I, the way. I, yeah, you, I wish it's you, almost yeah. like Brandon being naked for a podcast. <laughs> you know, I wish he could come out with like a mustache and like that hairdo. I think he'd be looking cool, man. I think I mean he still looks cool with the hair by itself, but I venture a guess and I actually would say that I, I think if John Cena came back for like a little bit more of a run than just a stop by, I think he will change his look. I think he's realized that he's reached the um you know, towards the end of his career and, and he would change it up just a little bit, you know. That's my opinion, but who knows? Oh, uh yeah, so let's talk a little bit about Raw and SmackDown. Uh what did you think? Oh, the show tonight kicking off with H and HBK, one of your uh, favorites. <laughs> so I actually, I mean, if you remember, and I shouldn't say if you remember because you do remember. You were I, I was completely awake. lucid for this. Yes. This is really weird. Uh, but Shawn Michaels, uh, I mean, we knew what that was leading to. We knew that it was going to be, you know, I already had said, I think the week before, like, oh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels versus the Brothers of Destruction at Crown Jewel. I said those words. And then, of course, exactly, you know, what happened. Um, I was really critical of the Chicago crowd because I felt like when Shawn Michaels was announcing that he's coming out of retirement, like, do you not react a little bit better than they did? I don't know if it was a problem with my speakers or, or what, but, like, it felt <laughs> like they were sitting on their hands. So I'm actually going to give a thumbs down to the crowd because they were sleeping. I'm going to steal your your <laughs> segment here. They were sleeping on Shawn Michaels. They were sleeping and on I didn't appreciate it. Dude, how about how about the the promo though from H? You know, he always just brings that fire, man. He's he's just got that that style, you know, a true A plus player. I was feeling it. I was ready. You're so cheesy. <laughs> I'm excited. But, uh, you know, I'm pretty excited about this match, this matchup, you know? I am too. This is the thing. I am too. I think I told you this, though. I love Triple H as a character. I love Shawn Michaels as a character. I hate, I absolutely can't stand Degeneration X. <laughs> and that doesn't go back to uh, 1997. That's talking about the current iterations, the yeah. 2006 and beyond. Because to me, there's two DXs. Either you have Triple H as the leader with the Outlaws and X-Pac, all right, and China. And then you have 
the first one, which was Shawn Michaels leading Triple H in China. Um, so my thing is 2006 and beyond kept Triple H in the leader role with Shawn Michaels because, you know, he is a born-again Christian. He's not going to do the crotch chops and things like that. Well, why even do it at all? And that's not a knock on his face mm. or anything. It's just kind of like, okay, I think I brought this point up. When Dean Ambrose reunited with Seth Rollins, they were just called Ambrose and Rollins. When they reunited with uh, Roman Reigns, then they called themselves the Shield. So I, I think it would have been okay like for all those years to call them Triple H and Shawn Michaels. But that's just me again. I don't. I'm just not a fan of the current DX. They don't. They're not what DX stood for. DX was supposed to be like anti-establishment. Triple H is the establishment now. Like you know what I mean? It's kind of weird. Like you know what? He just he when he takes the suit off, he's a completely different character, man. He's just so good, man. I don't know what it is. So uh, I wanted to ask you, what do you think about the Bobby Lashley heel turn? Do you think that was a double turn, by the way, with Kevin Owens, or? Yeah, well, yeah, well, at least I hope so. I hope that's that's where it was going. Uh, that that was crazy. I wasn't expecting that. I thought, you know, the crowd was just maybe I was just not paying attention to it, right? But I just thought the crowd was just, you know, being, you know, going against the grain, sort of just booing Lashley, boo Lashley. But then uh, when they actually like went with the turn, I was like, oh, dude, this is this is pretty crazy. And I think it'd be cool for you know Kevin to get a get a run. As a face. Well, again. that's where I I'll disappoint time, you. Yeah. That's where I'll disappoint you because the um, story came out today. I think that he's going to have surgery on his knee. So I mean, oh. that's that's why that was a way to write him off essentially. So he oh. might come back as a baby face. Don't get me wrong, but right. uh, I will lay that bombshell on you. Kevin Owens is going down with some surgery there. I don't mean to disappoint you uh, for your <laughs> birthday, Brandon. Hey, let's talk. Actually, yeah, you're turning uh, you're turning 31 in like four days, Brandon. You got any oh, plans for your birthday? Don't remind me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, besides we'll, sitting naked in your room yeah. doing a podcast, I might sit naked for a few hours. Uh, we'll we'll see what's going on. I I gotta actually I gotta work those days in the morning. But I think maybe Saturday we might be end up at the dollhouse at some point. Oh boy! Uh, later in the evening, yeah. So if you want to come out to that, no, <laughs> you're welcome. No, uh, but it'll I'm be good. it'll hopefully it'll be with like mixed company, so it won't just be like wait, a bunch wait, of wait. Dudes. Was that was that a way of of justifying it? I'm, yeah, we just talked like, about me being a family man and a father figure. I know you're a family man, but you used to be. You, you know, know, you used to be the Shawn Michaels of '94, <laughs> and not the Shawn Michaels of 2006. You literally want to <laughs> piss me off, like, on air with this podcast. I'm just saying, you know? Uh, I can't believe you just told me that I used to be Shawn Michaels 94, so <laughs> basically I used to do a line of cocaine, go have the best match in the card. That's right. The best in-ring worker. But you know what? Your runs, since you've come back, have still probably been better than the original run, so you're still doing well. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but thank you for embarrassing me on air i appreciate it and i won't edit that out don't worry brandon i'll let you have your glory no i'm just saying i'm just saying but if you're interested that might that might be going down they might have some dinner earlier in the afternoon but i i'm not wholly sure what's going on with that yet you know i haven't seen you eat in about five years every time you come to my house now and i offer you food like i think i cooked spaghetti the other day and i was just like brandon you hungry no nah, uh, i'm good so 
explain to me are you are you bulimic like what's going on with you no, i'm worried I, about you i'm not bulimic at all i i just eat at weird times of the day and so then i'm pretty good like you know later but on at like night. i guess the reason i'm worried about you is because growing up you know for the 13 years i've known you we used to make like taco bell runs dominoes right. like whatever my dad was cooking when we were teenagers you know we we ate that stuff so now you come over and you don't eat you you take sodas home you don't you don't eat the cookie i hand you so i'm worried about you no it's just how the schedules are working out now so now i'm just i'll be eating either a little bit earlier in the day or something like that or a big meal or something before i get to your place maybe and then it's just like oh there's no need for me to go <laughs> talk about run like now you know what i mean I mean, it doesn't have to be a Taco Bell run. We're, what's in, What I'm questioning right now is the fact that I cooked you a nice meal. I cooked it for you. I, I had no idea you, you cooked it for me. I'm of sorry Of course I that. cooked it for you. Who else would I cook it for? My fiance and daughter? No, I cooked yeah. it for you. Oh, man. Well, now I really feel like an a-hole. Right. It's in my fridge right now, so you have half an hour to come over and eat it. That might be a little hard to do because I'm kind of enjoying my naked time, but... We'll see about this. Don't maybe. sleep on my spaghetti. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. I have to and try don't it. sleep naked. Yeah. Yeah. Next time you sheets. got you got the spaghetti, I'll try it out. I got to see this. Uh, chef there won't stuff. be a next time. Oh, okay. I'm actually thinking this might be the last time you co-host. Yeah. Wait. What did you do that last time with the pizza? It was just like the keto pizza. Yeah. Yeah. You did eat the keto pizza. Kudos to you. You actually ate my cooking and. Didn't think that I poisoned it. That's right. Because I think I was poisoned for WrestleMania. But we'll get into that another you time. Gotta, you have to be kidding me. You're still claiming that you were poisoned for you WrestleMania 30. Unbelievable. It was really bad. I wanted to stay away from oh. that event. Anyway, <laughs> back, back to Raw. Whoa, what did you think about the uh, Finn Balor and Bailey team up, huh? What did I think about the time between the vows and the reception. I don't remember <laughs> it because there were so much other better moments of the event. <laughs> so, I mean, I've just... I like Finn Balor, really big Finn right. Balor fan, really big Bailey fan for that matter, but, like, they're just kind of coasting and I'm not... I don't know. The, the Maha, I was paying attention to Mahalisha more than <laughs> I was saying... That? Yeah. <laughs> Like they have a great dynamic. You got Jinder, who's all like Wusa, you right. know, Shanti, and then Alicia Fox, who's like absolutely insane. Right. Um, so, great dynamic. It works out <laughs> perfectly. It's kind of like me and Brandon. Yes. You know, look, I'm sane. I'm on time. I wear clothes while podcasting to thousands of people. Right. Well, I didn't um, think I was going to be on camera ever, so I was like, you know, why not just be comfortable? This is a big league podcast. You you have to know that. I'm going to eventually implement video. You're going to shake my hand. Oh, okay. And then we're going to go home. We're going to go home. Will you shake my hand? Like, even though you know sometimes I podcast naked? I don't think I would shake your hand knowing that information <laughs> now. In, in fact, I don't think I would have shook your hand before, but still. Oh, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up the uh, Nikki, Nikki and Brie Bella turning on Ronda Rousey, man. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> um... <laughs> did you go did you go into Brie mode with the Bella twins turning on Rhonda? Uh, 
I think I went full bring mode. I somehow <laughs> fell off my bed and landed just a little bit short. Oh man! Um, but anyway, no. I think I think the Bellas turning heel was was great. I think they work better as heels simply because I mean they have that dynamic. You know, basically they're they're per- this is perception. I mean by the crowd, they're perceived a certain way. They're popular. They're good looking. So they're not going to cheer for them because they they don't identify with the Bellas. So I think they work better as heel in that sense. And I think that was the right decision, especially since Ronda Rousey's a very, very strong babyface. Easily the biggest babyface in the women's division because she's Ronda freaking Rousey. She's coming off her UFC run. You know what I mean? Which she did great at Super Showdown, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. I want to yeah, see so. that. Yeah, I'll probably go back and watch it. No, you won't. But anyway... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I, think, I will. I think that, I'll do it for Rhonda. <sighs> he doesn't believe me. No, it's just more so. I don't think that you're gonna go back for Rhonda and her match. I think you're gonna do it in the Penelope Ford, <laughs> wow. Brandy Rhodes kind of way. Wow! Look, you can enjoy the. You're going to the freaking dollhouse for your birthday. Look, it's it's a little harmless fun, alright? I respect their work. I respect what they do. And they look great doing it. Do I have to be the politically correct person on this podcast so that we can get sponsors and things like that? Or Brandon, you're you're just here to light the flame and burn the house down. <laughs> no, we're big league in it, man. We're taking it all the way. I'll clean it up, whatever we gotta do. You didn't even know we had social media. I didn't. But I know now, and you should definitely check it out. Send us some questions. What's the link, Brandon? Some hate mail. What's the Instagram link? Uh, Instagram.com slash a Kenny for your thoughts podcast. I swear people vote for you as their favorite host. <laughs> it um, won't happen. It won't happen. I think I've like kind of ruined people's perception of me with this dollhouse stuff and the naked podcasting. So it's just going to send me straight down the tube. It's all right, though. So SmackDown, let's talk about SmackDown real yes. quick. Um, did, so I, I actually will admit I had a really bad migraine, so I forgot you didn't come over for SmackDown because I basically said yes. don't come over. That was just right. my way of saying I can't deal with you tonight. Yeah. So did you watch SmackDown? Um, I was going to watch some highlights of it to figure out what was going on. So so the answer is no. So let's touch on SmackDown real quick. The uh <laughs> One night in Milwaukee, stuff got revealed. I didn't like oh, the way okay. they did it because they were like, oh, we hacked your phone. Your password was iHeartRusev. It's like, come on. That's a little hokey. But, uh, um, the rest of the video was her saying, like, I just want to thank you for all you do for Rusev and Rusev Day. And, and then Aiden trying to make a move, and she's like, I think I need to go and left. So, I mean, it, it came out. Oh, it was exactly how it should have. No, it was, it's how it should have ended. I mean, we all knew it was going that way. Right. Um, and Rusev basically came and tried to deliver the beat down, and Aiden ran. Are you um, cool with these guys having having the match? Uh, Aiden Rusev having a little feud. Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, it does nothing to help but help them if they um, if they worked well as a team. I have no doubt they'll work well as opponents because they actually like each other. So I mean, things things like that when you have a team that has good chemistry, they usually make better opponents. So I'm excited to see that. Hell yeah. How about the return of the Big Show? 
did not see that coming. I was actually really, really happy to see the big show. But I think the best thing I saw this weekend was like something like um, people were saying, like, if you had tuned out for the past 20 years and then tuned back in this week, you'd have been like, oh, hey, everybody's still there. Shawn Michaels, the big show. Uh, Jeff Hardy, Rey Mysterio, <laughs> nice. you know, like uh, Kurt Angle. Let's all, actually let's yeah. rewind back to Raw. Um, I don't know if why I was naive, but I didn't realize that it was Kurt Angle in that Conquistador suit at first. I, right. I literally remember looking at you and saying, "Hey, I hope that somebody cool in that costume." But yeah, like, for some reason, I didn't. That. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize it was going to be Kurt Angle. Uh, which makes the most sense. I thought that was a, a cool little segment, and, and we knew it was going to be somebody once they had the conquistador in the ring by himself and he was horsing around. Right. Kurt yeah, Angle see, did they great can, like, yeah. doing that, but what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, I was going to say, I thought they were going to... I had actually forgotten about the conquistador guy. I thought he got thrown out or whatever, and I thought they were going to have, you know, I got kids come out and do something like that. Right, because he did. He did yeah. have a segment earlier. A little segment, like, yeah. Oh, you suck. You don't. Uh, yeah. You don't deserve to be. So in I this, thought he so. was just going to come out. So it was yeah. a surprise, like having the conquistador. At least for me, anyway, because I guess I wasn't paying close enough attention uh, for the conquistador guy to come back into the ring and then. Well, but that was the point. I wasn't yeah. paying attention to. I thought. I thought Baron Corbin had won it, and it was just like, oh, of course they were going with that, and then they threw a little swerve, which was yeah. one of those like. You know, it goes back to, like, you can see some wrestling fans going, well, I knew that something with Kurt Angle was going to do. It's like, oh, just shut your mouth. <laughs> like, if you had a, even a split second where you got tricked, where you forgot the Conquistador was, you know, in the right. match, yeah. and you thought Baron Corbin won, cool. Like, that's the point. You're supposed to get swerved. You're supposed to get, like, you know, have your senses kind of messed with. So, you know, it, it's okay to not be the cynical guy that's like, well, I knew that would happen all along. I... Yeah pride myself on being a wrestling fan who just knows like what the inner workings and like can safely assume what's going to happen and even they caught me for a second and i was like who the hell is that i hope it's someone cool and then sure enough boom kurt angle and i was like oh that makes sense that's awesome um so i'm excited to see kurt angle in the ring again i know some people might have opinions on that on his health to me, as long as he's able, physically able to do it, just let him. Yeah. He's happiest when he's in the ring. That's obvious. Yeah, man. So. What do you think uh, Orton is going to do to Big Show that's sort of creepier and cringeworthy? I think he's going to take a, a floor buffer to Big Show's head. <laughs> I think he's going to buff him up real good. And then I think he's going to stick his hand down <laughs> Big Show's tights and then pull it out and make Big Show shake his hand. And then Big uh, Show is going to walk away in Big League. He's <laughs> just going to Big League. Which, by the way, yeah. I've been working on the design for those shirts, so we might have those pretty soon, listeners of the podcast. We might have your Shake Shake My oh, Hand shirts snap. available with our logo on it as well. Yeah, so the logo you're using the the, the penny, right? With the Kenny for your thought, or the mic Shh, thing? Shh, people don't know about that one yet. Oh, okay, sorry. You didn't hear that. Just edit that out. Right. Yeah. You don't know about the Penny logo. You don't know about Brandon's nudity. Yeah. We're good. We're good. We're good. Go. Episode five, big league. In oh, the uh, oh, SmackDown one thousand. Definitely gotta watch that. I'm gonna try to get over for that. I'm excited for SmackDown yeah. one thousand. Oh, yeah. Ray Mysterio's coming back. Oh yes, that's uh, right. Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Ray Mysterio's definitely come back. Um, you know, he's gonna be challenging for. I don't even remember what they're calling it. The World Cup. Yes. Wrestler in the world kind of thing. Um, so yeah, if you look at the lineup for that, first of all, it's four Americans, even though it's 
You know, they're making it like an international thing. So far, only four Americans have been inserted into that. Um, but it's all like old timers. It's like, uh, was it John? Isn't John Cena in that? Yeah. So yeah, how did he Cena, qualify? Angle. Which was a question. We were so wondering. Yeah, yeah, I had that question. Right. Remember, they yeah. showed the graphic, and I said, "Wait, how did John Cena qualify?" Because I don't remember them saying at Super Showdown, the winner qualifies. You know, for You're this right. thing. So. But the verbiage they used on Raw was John Cena has also qualified. So unless John Cena pinned somebody outside of the ring, <laughs> hardcore title twenty four seven rules style, right? I don't know how the hell John Cena got in there. And it's all right. We're not complaining. It was it was the haircut. He got it. He got into a fight with yeah. his barber, <laughs> and that qualified him for the World Cup. So what? John Cena, Kurt Angle, Jeff Hardy, Orton. Orton, yeah. So again, it's just all the all these old timers, if you will, legends. Um, and then I can safely say probably Rey Mysterio is going to be in that too after winning the match next week. Right. So it's exciting. I mean, it's cool. It's the Saudi Arabia show is going to be like a super show. Uh, no pun intended, because they call the other one Super Showdown. But it's going to be like you know a big card in that sense with legends peppered in. You know, the fans are showing, they're selling out the arena, so I can't hit on it, you know? Can't well, these countries, these countries are actually paying WWE to, to have an event there. To basically, you know, like Saudi Arabia, for example, is paying WWE to, like, kind of show that they've, you know, moved forward and things right. like that. Again, I'm not discussing if that's right or wrong. I'm just telling you that's the truth of the matter. They're paying WWE to bring their public perception up. Um, so... WWE is just making money hand over fist with uh, with the Saudi Arabia shows. So, you know, something else I want to bring up. I know super random. Sorry to get off topic here, but um, I saw these things on Facebook and I just, oh, I, I don't even know where to start. Um, they are called the Amazing Reusable No Mess Hands-Free Shoe Covers. They're basically these little things that snap to your shoes. And they're marketed as uh, basically something to keep the mess out of your house. So basically you just kind of like put your foot sideways, put it forward, boom, snaps onto your shoes, and you walk into it. You step into it, walk into the house. Oh, that's cool. You know, it keeps the sho your shoes clean, keeps the floors clean. It's marketed as convenience. I know you're thinking it, so I'll say it. Why don't you just take <laughs> off your damn shoes? Because, you know, you got your shoes on, you don't want to... Why did I know you'd defend it? I, I was just saying, you know, sometimes you're walking, you got your shoe on, you got it all tied up, you don't have to untie your shoe. Good. I'm glad you said it, because I get to say this. People, people like you, who are commenting <laughs> on this on, on Facebook are saying, well, what if you're doing yard work and yeah. you come inside? I'm going to give you this scenario. <laughs> you come in from doing yard work. You snap these shoe things on. Yeah. Which, first of all, you got dirt all over the covers. <laughs> now you got to wash them. But you snap them on. You walk through your house. You go use the bathroom. You get a drink. Whatever you're doing. Yeah. What the video doesn't show is how do you take these things off? You have to bend down and you have to take them off. You have to snap them off. And then again, you got dirt all up in this, these things. And then you got to walk outside. You know what's easier? <laughs> You walk inside, you take your shoes off, you go do what you got to do, and you slip your shoes back in. But then your socks get dirty. Or your feet, if you're not wearing any socks. 
How do your feet get dirty? Because like you're walking on the, on the ground and your bare feet. Like in the house, like you're still gonna pick up something, you know? But you're gonna maybe, go with something on there. Maybe this is because I'm half Asian. <laughs> I always grew up in a household where as soon as you walk into the house, you take your shoes off. You walk into the house and you take your shoes off. <laughs> And the reason that is, is because it's hygienic. <laughs> you don't track dirt all in, up in the house. To me, it's like your house is sacred. Right. Right? Which, you want to keep it clean. Why are you going to... Do, do you... Brandon, here, <laughs> let me ask you. Do you wear your shoes in your house? I'm not going to I'm not gonna damn you for uh, it. I just want perspective. Well, no, but I do wear uh, flip-flops. But that's fine. You at least... That's like kind of going from outside clothes into pajamas. Like, right. it still makes sense. Not in your case because you're naked. Yeah. But, you know... <laughs> But, you know, it still at least makes sense to, like, change into some different wear than you were wearing outside. So, to me, who, who are buying these things? If you're <laughs> buying these things, unsubscribe to the podcast. I don't, I don't need your negativity in my life. Wait, can I buy them and wear them? <laughs> oh, my God. And not, that? Yeah, that way I don't have to subscribe to the channel. But I can still do the podcast. <laughs> Right, Randy, you're, you're not even subscribed. Actually, no, that's a lie. You just subscribed. I literally just, before recording this part, I was scrolling down, and I saw that you subscribed <laughs> to our Instagram. Yeah. So let me let me explain to listeners. First of all, thank you for your support, listeners. We have a co-host that doesn't even subscribe <laughs> to any of our social medias. I, look, I didn't know we were a big league in it, but now that I see this is legit, I got to get on it. Right. So basically you have to follow a trend. Once you see once right. you see that other people are liking it, you're like, maybe I should get in on this. I should get in on it. Like, I'm a trend maybe builder. Maybe I should get some shoe covers because other people seem to like it even though it's a useless product. <laughs> you know, if I had on some like fly looking dress shoes like this guy in the video, I wouldn't want to have to take them off. Just put the shoe cover on. Have you even seen the video? I'm going to watch it. Because he's wearing like normal shoes he's not wearing dress shoes so oh i'm looking at this one this guy's got on like dress shoes okay you need to send me that like right now so i can watch it because i want to feel angry it's like, i don't know if i want to thank you anymore tonight you already are. but like, it, like who's buying this if you're buying this i please <laughs> feedback at a kenny for your thoughts podcast.com let me know your view Who's on this because this? it's going to bother me all night. I can't sleep. I haven't slept since I watched this video. Right. But what if like you what if you're like a plumber, right? Or you're uh you're there to fix the air conditioner. Right. So so that's that's the one thing that, you know, cuz I try to play devil's advocate. I try to see the other perspective. Yeah. I'm not a person that's like, "Oh, my view is right and your view is wrong." So I've thought about that. I'm like, you know, it's for people who handyman smell. No, I mean like maybe your feet smell. <laughs> And to that, I say, don't let those people in your house. Oh, man. I didn't mean their feet smell. No, but the handyman, all jokes aside, the handyman thing, yeah, I can actually see that being a scenario. But, like, I think that's one of those things where, like, I've had, you know, obviously, like, people come in to install, you know, the uh, internet and things like that. And, like, that's the one time I allowed them to walk (laughs) through my house with shoes because, like, I'm expecting it, you know? Right. But would it be so much better if they walked in with the little shoe covers? Do me this favor. I want you to do me this favor, Brandon. I want you to cancel your internet (laughs) right now. All right. Okay? 
I'll I'll pay the early termination fee. Just cancel it, okay? Yeah. And I'm gonna give you a camera because I want you to record you telling a handyman <laughs> to put on the shoe covers to service my house, and I want to see what his reaction is. Because I need footage of him punching you in the face (laughs) while you're naked. Because for some reason, you don't put on clothes. You know what? Maybe they will just start doing it as, like, you know, sort of part of the procedure. Like, uh, you know, that there's. Are we we going to get involved in this? Do we get a piece of this pie? Well, I don't know. You know, I think there's like an air company. It's like the, the clean plumber or something or the clean air guy. Like, they like do that. They like come in, they put the little booties on. Go to your house to keep everything clean. That's fine, but they're probably putting on some cheap little plastic that they throw away afterwards. Right. They're not going and investing in and shoe reusable. covers. Yeah. Oh man, this is this crazy. generation, <laughs> and I'm talking about myself. This generation scares me <laughs> because we go out and buy shoe covers. We go out and buy things to make perfect eggs. We go and buy egg crackers. If you can't crack an egg in a pan, you should not be cooking. Order out for your safety. Because the, cracking the egg is going to be the least of your problems. I don't want you around a yeah. gas burner. I need to work on my egg cracking technique, actually. You can't crack an egg? When I'm you good. had that soda. When you had that soda. Yeah, it was good. How how'd you make your eggs? Well, I was drinking. I scrambled them. But when I was drinking the soda, who made them for it? Did you did you make your eggs? No, I actually did it. Yeah, I actually, I actually made it myself. But I got a little a few shells in there. Visual, I don't know why the visual of you <laughs> cooking food scares me. You know what? Sometimes you want some eggs. You know, you just got to do it to it. So I guess that brings us to the Q and A, Brandon. I'm excited because, like, I mean, I was surprised at the amount of questions that we got. I had to cut it down because I didn't want this episode to be three hours long but i kind of condensed it a little bit and left it half wrestling half silly you know some people asked us some silly questions (laughs) but it was pretty awesome i think i I didn't even know people were listening so i'm super excited about this yeah people are actually listening to you make the claims that you're making so you better be careful what you're saying before you get a knock on the door while butt naked (laughs) and then the police throw you in jail which you won't be showing up to the court date on time. We've discussed this already. So <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get started. Let's get into this. And then on this one, I think uh, I think this was directed at me because they know it's my favorite wrestler, but I want you to answer too. So f- question number one is, what do you think of HBK's return from retirement? Um, I'm giddy as a schoolgirl. Like, I, what, what can I say? I mean, Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler. I'm talking about like, I was eight years old, hitting his pose in elementary school, and uh, just always excited to see him. I remember my parents went to Atlantic City. We used to live in New York, and they bought me a Shawn Michaels shirt, and I just fell on the floor. I was so happy when I saw it. So, I mean, to be you know turning 30 in a couple months and have Shawn Michaels come back, I know people are going to say, oh, well, he's bald now, he's this, he's that, and just give me all this negativity, but the fact that is... Can you just lose yourself in the fact that we're getting Shawn Michaels back for a little bit? Don't focus on, oh, he said he would retire forever and this and that. We're getting to see Shawn Michaels wrestle, who, here's a guy at his age, can wrestle better than guys half his age. I mean, it's Shawn freaking Michaels. You you were happy when Michael Jordan 
became a wizard in 2002 i promise you right like even oh, yeah. though like i, I mean not. it was cool <laughs> and he was bald too so it, it was yeah. all good it was all good <laughs> what do you think brandon so what do you think about his return i know you're not as big of a Shawn michaels fan but uh no yeah i i mean yeah obviously i started watching wrestling a little bit after he had left because I, I didn't start following until that's right. Uh, around you, around like 98. 98, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, so he he's kind of gone. I kind of knew of him, uh, like some of those guys, you know, like Hogan and uh, Brett and stuff like that, because those, those are more like household names. Uh, but from what I did see of him when his return, I, I you know, I thought he was great, you know. And, um, and to me, just so you know, I mean, uh, I feel like his 2002 to 2010 return was better than him in his prime, his which I don't know right. if a lot of people would agree with me on that. But, I mean, he obviously really enjoyed his run from 2002 to 2010. So, again, right. I think you might have seen the better years of Shawn Michaels, in okay. my opinion. So. Well, I, which is, yeah, I, actually, I kind of want to go back and watch his runs. I, you know, they have clips and stuff, like his highlights, but I kind of want to go back and sort of watch his runs from when I got he was you. sort of on top. You I know, got you, buddy. I mean, 90s. obviously, obviously... I'm a huge Shawn Michaels fan, so yeah. I'm going to tell you the one or two matches to watch. A match that gets slept on a lot is, uh, I keep saying slept on, I'm stealing your term, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. But uh, is Shawn Michaels versus uh, Mankind from Mind Games 96. Uh, that was okay. the match where it was kind of like Shawn Michaels was a goody two shoes baby face, and then that match turned him up to where. He had to wrestle almost like a hardcore style because mankind was out of his mind. Nice. So he had to find an aggression in him that he was lacking as a babyface. And Shawn Michaels has gone on record saying that exact thing that Mick Foley brought out a different side of him uh, in that match. So it's good to watch that. I kind of want you to maybe I'll show you some babyface stuff beforehand and then show you how he kind of transitioned after that match. And what is the other match? I definitely want you to watch uh, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, at WrestleMania 12, uh, the boyhood dream comes true. That's like yeah, where yeah, they get they, that. Yeah, yeah, that's where they get that clip that. from. Yeah. 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 Um, so you're gonna have to watch that. But I almost should want I you watch to some s- of the build up to it, like some of the ones before? No, because I do a very very good video package okay. uh, so on that match. Right, yeah, yeah, that basically will explain Shawn Michaels' journey to that match. But I got you. I might watch. Yeah, it you, you know, I'm always excited to see those guys come back. And of course, I, I remember some of his DX stuff. A little bit of it, anyway. Um, when you say DX, you're talking about 2006, or you're talking about? I'm talking about stuff? the 90s. Yeah, 90s DX. Not, not, I mean, I thought that the 2000 PG stuff was pretty good too. I mean, they did what they could, you know, within the parameters. Well, remember WWE sort of wasn't PG. PG it wasn't PG at that time. Uh, in 2006, when they first oh, did you know stuff, what? I'm thinking were, of the 2010, right? Or you after? are, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Because yeah, they were that. doing. I don't know if you remember, but they had a shirt that said Vince loves cocks. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, was, yeah, right, they yeah. were they were still so they were up, still yeah. My yeah. problem was not necessarily the antics. Was it was more so that you know Shawn Michaels is a born again Christian. Again, nothing wrong with his faith. But if you're go if you're gonna have a born again Christian who doesn't want to do the crotch chops and doesn't want to curse doesn't want to do these things, why even go to those realms? You know what right. I mean? Uh, so that was the problem I had with it. But anyway, yeah. HBK's return from retirement, I'm excited. It seems like you're excited too. Yeah. Like and uh, yeah, well, let's just. I mean, I'll watch that with you. Promise you. So, <laughs> question number two: Are you all lovers? Yes. 
Next question. <laughs> All right, here we go. What do you think of the rumors of Chris Jericho planning to work for Impact Wrestling? Um, I think it's cool that Chris Jericho is working for Impact Wrestling or maybe working for Impact Wrestling, but I don't think anybody should think like he's going to save the company. Um, you know, Impact Wrestling is just basically an indie federation now that, I mean, they had a meeting with WWE like a couple weeks ago, if not last week. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, are they so, going to be like another feeder? They may be, and that's not a problem. That's not a bad thing. Impact no longer is TNA wrestling. I'm going to tell you that. TNA is dead. TNA is gone. This is a different company. You know, the people in charge are willing to work with WWE, maybe use some of the footage on the WWE network. Hell, I know their Pop TV deal is coming up pretty soon. Wouldn't it be cool to see Impact Wrestling on a different tier of the WWE network? Like, they're talking about doing different tiers where you get maybe some indie federations. That'd be cool to get Impact on there. Would you be, so, yeah, you willing to like fork over yeah, a few more dollars to 100%. get the next year to like, yeah, yeah watch. I mean, I'm a huge, I'm a huge wrestling fan in general. You know, I just, it's more so about time of not being able to watch other federations than, yeah, yeah. than anything else. Um, but yeah, I would, I would be all for that. It helps the wrestling business to have, you know, almost like a developmental uh, for WWE. And, and you, people can say NXT is a developmental, but, you know, not to, not, it's not the developmental of yesteryear like Impact would be. So Brandon, what do you? I mean, what do you think about that? Are you excited? Yeah, I mean, look, Jericho is the best in the world at what he does. So I'm hoping he's going to TNA. I, I think that's cool. Um, I think it's you gotta, cool. You that... got to stop. You got to stop saying TNA. I might have said it too, but we got to. Sorry, stop Impact using, Wrestling. Yeah, Sorry, Impact yeah. Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. All right, I think it's cool. He's going to Impact Wrestling. Um, I hope he, you know, is able to work some things out. You know who? else i want to go back to impact man i want russo back in impact bro right in the right in the I want russo back in wwe yeah or think, in the I e think, hell yeah i think the problem i think the problem with vince russo was never his mind was that it's more so that he needed someone to filter him it's kind of like the whole behind every good man is a good woman saying it's like behind every good writer is freaking vince mcmahon to tell them no you're stupid but um no, I think I think Russo did better in WWE. I, I didn't like him when he was in in TNA because nobody was filtering his ideas, so he was just doing nonsense. I don't know. I, I loved it all. So if they could get those both those guys in, that'd be awesome. But yeah, no, I'm definitely excited if uh, Jericho is able to do some work with Impact. Right. So this one, I don't know. This one's before your time. So you tell me if you've even seen this. Um, the question is, what if the Shockmaster hadn't tripped? <laughs> I guess we wouldn't have all those great Shockmaster memes. So to me, I don't think the Shockmaster was a big moment. I don't. I know. I know that somebody asked that to be funny. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if he if he hadn't tripped, they would the match would have still sucked. He would have just been in a <laughs> glitter mask instead of uh, because I don't know if you know, but because uh, I know you you weren't watching wrestling at that time. But right. basically, once he tripped and they had that character basically ruined for them. Uh, they developed him into a klutz character. So his character from then on didn't wear a mask. He wore a construction hat, and he would always stumble and fumble and, and do things like that. So uh, they basically uh, put the squash on the character. But who in their right mind is going to tell me that if they had gone with the, the first iteration of the Shockmaster that he was going to be successful, they had taken a Stormtrooper helmet and sprayed it with sprinkle glitter and had him come out like that you're telling me that was going to be successful they were going to get sued by <laughs> by uh, george lucas you know would come after him. yeah it was gonna just be a matter of a time anyway so i mean yeah i don't think anything would have changed it would have, it would have just been stupid we 
the only difference is that we would have wouldn't have talked about it. It would have just been a forgotten WCW storyline. Why do you think they bring it up so much as like this sort of seminal moment in you know wrestling? Because it's so infamous. It was like one of those times where. Um, you know, things weren't supposed to happen, and they did, so it created a great moment because of that. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, there's an episode of Legends of Wrestling where he tells a great story. Uh, he Remember, Dusty Rhodes is the one who created the character of the Shockmaster. Um, so he tells the story of how, you know, all that went down. So basically, the Shockmaster burst through a wall uh, the first time when they were rehearsing it, and then somebody put a 2 by 4 uh, on the reinforced wall for some reason. So when the Shockmaster burst through the second time, didn't realize that they had reinforced it with a two by four <laughs> and trips over it and falls. And then he also proceeds to say, you know, uh, they, they used to call like, they used to call Fred Ottman. Uh, they used to call him uncle Fred. So Cody Rhodes apparently was sitting at home, Dusty's son and says, I think that was uncle Fred. Like when he, when he falls through and the mask comes off, uh, go listen to that story in its entirety on the WWE network. Cause it, it made me laugh. It's Dusty Rhodes, so you know his voice. Go, I think that was Uncle Fred. You know he's. <laughs> it's just the way he says it. Only Dusty Rhodes could tell that story. All right. All right. So, I guess this. I feel like this should have tied into the Chris Jericho question, but uh, the question is, which WWE roster member could realistically jump to Impact Wrestling and cause a spike in the company's viewership? No one. Oh, nobody on this roster. You think? They had Sting, they had Hulk Hogan, yeah, they had Kurt true. Angle, yeah, yeah. they've had everyone. The problem with... And they slept on it. Right. They the problem with Impact was never the roster. The, the problem was what they did with the roster. So I don't think there's a WWE roster member that they could have go to Impact and cause a spike. No pun intended, I guess, right? And the company's viewership. Uh, I mean, what, The Undertaker? could go over there stone cold i the only people that could probably go over there would be like the rock and the undertaker and stone cold and triple h right and even then it would it would just be a matter of time before it went back to what it was that's just my opinion because they're not the machine the wwe is it's not a knock on them they're just not there anymore all right brandon so same question to you i mean which which wwe roster member do you think could jump to impact and cause a spike if any uh, I was saying, you know, maybe if somebody like a CM Punk or something went over, I could see that making maybe a little buzz. And, and uh, you see, I didn't. The way I answered that, I I didn't. I guess I was talking about current roster. Yeah. yeah. But I I do feel like I'll agree with that. CM Punk could make some buzz because he is kind of a mainstream star with his UFC success and stuff like that. Right. So. I think maybe that. Um, I think maybe you could have somebody for. I think maybe even like. Like a Ziggler, if you had a Ziggler go over, maybe he has like a nasty falling out with WWE, and then he sort of ends up going over to Impact. I think that I think that can move the needle a little bit. I do think I, th- I think I've said this before. Dolph Ziggler needs to leave WWE because I think he would be worth more elsewhere. I'm not a fan of his in WWE, but I don't think that is me of you know saying he's not talented. I just think he needs a change of scenery. But at the same time, you don't want to wish that upon a guy. You know, he's probably comfortable making the money he is and hopefully he can turn it around in wwe yeah so next question where's my soda bro so i guess that's <laughs> that was in response to last week uh, 
you know, you taking the soda. <laughs> so you owe somebody a soda, I guess, out there. I do, and I would have had a soda to give them if not for the <laughs> fact... Took it home. If not for the say? fact that you... Took a soda wow. home without drinking. Have you have you drunk that soda yet? Yes, I did. When it was delicious, I had it like um, had it one morning. I was having some eggs, and some oatmeal. I was like, you know what? I got this Pepsi here. Boom. So, listeners out there, let me explain that Brandon just said his breakfast <laughs> consists of oatmeal, <laughs> eggs, and a soda. It was good. It was oh, good. Wow. It was a good idea. I don't the know. Epitome of health. It's fantastic. The next question is, why did you let Brandon steal a soda from your house? <laughs> I didn't steal the soda. It was well, you gave me the soda. According to the remember, I told people to go on feedback at Sleeping World Podcast. You know, I, I the general think... consensus is that you stole a soda from my house. So people did agree I, with me that it was uh, weird that instead know, of I... denying it, you just pocketed the soda and left. <laughs> I think you influenced people by framing it the way you did. So that's why I think I stole soda. But I didn't actually steal a soda. It's not like I walked into your house and I just went in your fridge without asking. I grabbed soda and then I came into the room with it without opening it in front of you. No, once again, I handed you a soda. Yeah, you gave me the soda. And you pocketed it and then left with it two hours later. So you held on to this soda for about two hours. That's almost as weird as holding a pancake underneath your hat at the Emily oh, Arena right. and then going home oh with it. Oh my god, I did do that. Do you still have that pancake? No, it developed mold. <laughs> the New Day, okay, let's explain. The New Day froze the pancake. Threw a pancake, I caught it. Brandon put it under underneath his hat and we went home with it. So yeah. I put it in a plastic bag, but... Uh, yeah, of course, it's a pancake. It went bad after like a couple of days, so I threw it away. Dang it. Should I have given it to you to eat? Maybe. Now I'm thinking about it. You would have ate it with your soda <laughs> and your eggs. And your That's oatmeal. right. I would have had some good breakfast. Hashtag get Brandon better breakfast. I can't even <laughs> say it. Get Brandon better breakfast. Let's get this trending worldwide, everyone. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> Next question. What was your most memorable, funny WWE experience? Uh, I'm a little stumped on that one. I've had I've had oh, a lot. I think, I, and I'm wondering if this was asked in in the sense of like me, what we viewed as wrestling fans, or is it at what we've experienced at wrestling events when we've gone live? Right. Um, hmm. I guess maybe we answer live since we've been to a couple of events. So was the funniest thing that sort of happened to I'll us? I'll let you go first, because I can't even think of one. I don't even know if it's really funny, because it wasn't funny at the time. It was, I mean, it's kind of funny now, thinking back to it, but I gotta say, when the uh, we opened the soda, it exploded all over you. I know it was terrible, and it was no, like, actually, I know you weren't happy about it at the time, but... Now I'm looking back on it, I yeah. think we can laugh about it. So let's, <laughs> let's talk about that. Um, I, I'm admittedly, I'm admittedly a, a hothead, and uh, it's one of those things where, yeah, like I look back on it, and it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. So let me set the scene for you. Um, or should we be saving this for the episode, or would we give a little... Because we do plan on doing a WrestleMania 32 episode, uh, just so everyone knows. That was like one of the best weekends of our lives. 
Um, but no, let's let's tell this story. Maybe we'll tell it a little bit better on the actual podcast for WrestleMania 32. Right. So let's talk about that. So WrestleMania 32, we're there. We get in. Um, AJ Styles was having his first match. I mean, I've told you he's in my top three. I was so excited to see AJ Styles wrestle his first WrestleMania match. And so what I did was I had bought the uh, AJ Styles gloves, which like no one at the time, like no one knew existed yet. Remember, I remember people were asking me, like, where'd you get that? Like yeah, at, the, yeah. at the shop. And I'm like, they're selling them right over there. And then they went and like got sold out like within a couple of minutes. So that was cool. Um, but I was wearing the gloves and I told my friend, uh, hey, can you film this? Can you film like AJ Styles like coming out and stuff? And so he's holding up my phone and he's filming me. He's throwing the camera at me and I'm so excited. And I look back at the footage and he had never hit record. <laughs> and so that's again, what I did, man, on the podcast. Right, that record. is true. You did that on on, on, on episode episode two. You, you maybe I'm the friend. Maybe you're the friend and I just don't want to out you while you're naked and ashamed on the podcast. But no, it, it was a situation where I admittedly got really hot. I got really mad at the time because I was just like, man, the hell, his first WrestleMania, I don't even have that memory. Like, you, I, admittedly, yeah. I'm a good talker, so I probably like ran him down in like <laughs> a couple sentences. Yeah. So he felt bad. And then he, unbeknownst to me, uh, he was just like, oh, hey, I'm going to go grab some sodas. Well, what had happened was he felt so bad at what happened. Uh, he went to buy me a drink and kind of, you know, say, I'm sorry. So a lot is happening while he's gone. Shawn Michaels comes out, uh, you know, so I'm going crazy. Stone Cold <laughs> comes out like I'm jumping up and down. Like we're, <laughs> we're going crazy while all this is happening. Well, so he finally gets back and he gets back with no less than about <laughs> like six sodas. Now, I want to say I had asked him for a Mountain Dew. Let's just say for the sake of the, this podcast, it was a Mountain Dew. So he, we are on the... I can't even get this story out. We are on the, the, the bleachers. And I'd never seen my man take a bump the way he did because he trips while holding six sodas and they go flying everywhere to the point where 100,000 people, all of a sudden, he just goes boom. And, like, like at least half of the 100,000 look and, like, what the hell was that sound? Because they probably thought a gun went off. It was so loud. He picks up all six sodas. Or, no, he, actually, he didn't drop all the sodas. He maybe held on to, like, two of them. Now, the way my mind works, I look and I see what was held in his hands and didn't go flying. Because, as everyone knows, when soda gets dropped, it explodes when you open it up, right? Kind of obvious. So I grab one of the two sodas that hadn't fallen. Now, while all of this is going on, I'm holding this soda and I'm watching the match. And he nonchalantly says, hey, that's not the soda you asked for. That's mine. So I hand him back the soda and he proceeds to switch it out with a Mountain Dew like I asked. Because I was paying attention to the, ma to the match, I didn't remember that, hey, this is one of the sodas that went flying. <laughs> so I proceed to open the Mountain Dew, and it proceeds to spray all over my crotch. And I remember, oh, man. I remember getting so mad because I'm, again... You gotta remember what just happened. I have my friend here is a klutz, and it he, it's like not only did he not record my favorite wrestlers' <laughs> entrance, now he's proceeded to get sugar all over my crotch, 
And I think the way I said it was like, oh, like now great. I have sugar sugar in my butthole now. And then like I was like, it was one of those things where I was so livid. But like if you had really listened to what I said, it was hilarious. I was like, you gave me your diabetic butthole, you bastard. Like there's sugar in my ass now and this and that. And like what am I going to do? The rest of them just sit here with sugar in my ass? You piece of crap. Like I was just running them down. And I know he felt so bad. But of course, you look over at Brandon and Brandon's just laughing hysterically. I, I don't know, man. It's the sound or something. I didn't mean to. It's just, oh, man. I feel it's so weird, like laughing about it now. But, but in oh, the moment, man. in the moment, yeah, I was in the so moment, mad, it was, yeah, but like it was looking back, good. it was hilarious. And you then I will I, say, I, though, let's talk about something the next year because, yeah, I just again a little sidebar here. WrestleMania thirty three, we are rushing because we're late for, um, you know, it's the same group of people. We're late for the event. We're on a what? What, what do you call it? Like a bike, essentially a guy pulling a cart. We pay him a couple bucks, and he rides us to the front of the of the stadium. Oh, yeah. And of course, Brandon has a <laughs> bottle of water in in his uh, in his yes. pocket, which he My karma. Had, yeah, he turned it upside down. No, what do you mean your karma? Because you turned it upside down and spilled it on me. Yeah. So two years in a row, I had liquid spilled on me. But at the very least, it was the hot. It was in Orlando. It was hot Florida sun. So at least the water dried up. But I just remember thinking, like, what did I do to deserve two WrestleManias where someone <laughs> spilled something on my crotch and just, like, left me uncomfortable? Oh, my God. So uh, I'm man. never, ever going to a WrestleMania with any of you again. Yeah. Anyway, that was a long answer. So, so I guess I, w- I will say that was, yeah, my most memorable, <laughs> funny WWE experience, too, but not at the time. Yeah. Not at the time whatsoever. <laughs> Um, next question is, what kind of music does Brandon's band play, and what instruments does Brandon play? So I'm gonna let you feel that one, Brandon. Uh, yeah. You know, so um, right now, mainly just covers so anything top forty stuff, uh, smaller stuff, anything from you know Elton John to Usher, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. Um, I play mainly bass, um, a little bit of guitar. Still in the dab one, um, but yeah, gotta gotta keep on it. Been on and off with the playing, but now we're oh, you're too humble, bro. We're getting into it. We're getting into it now. So it's like now I gotta stay stay focused, stay the course. But it's good because it's at least got me like playing again more regularly. So I'm like getting in a little bit of practice. So it's, Brandon, it's fun though. I enjoy honest, doing but it. So. You're easily one of, if not the most talented uh, musician I know. So oh, I mean. No. No, honestly, man, you're you're just a beacon of of talent. Like, like seriously, like I remember sitting in in a room with you and just saying, like, I kind of wanted to sound like this, and then you would just bust something out, and I'm like, that's it, that's perfect, let's do that. The only thing I would say with you is like, uh, it's just about channeling. You're like Vince Russo. It's about channeling your yes. creativity into the song. And that's and the Russo it. of song. Yeah, it's it's not that you're not creative. You're amazing. It's just channeling that into like, okay, this is where we go with that. So it's just like if you had a, a good producer, sky's the limit with you, bro. But yeah, no, he's um, the the guy I'm playing with. He's got some really good original stuff. Dude, so plug hopefully, it. Yeah, plug hopefully we're stuff, gonna get. Man. Well, we don't have it recorded yet, so that's the thing. We got to get to the studio now. Do you have a show that stuff. you'd like to plug though? Uh, not yet. Right now, I can think of. Stefano oh, Live, every Tuesday. Oh, Franklin yeah, Stefano Live. Yes, 
Yes, that, come check that it out. Was good. But uh, the next the next question actually makes me really happy. Has Brandon been diagnosed with narcolepsy yet? You know, I think I might be. I need to get it checked out. Uh, but I'm hoping it's just because it's just I'm just drained from. You know. I, I'm no doctor, but I'm gonna say yes. You, you are <laughs> definitely you definitely suffer from narcolepsy. Maybe because a mild I mean, case. I, you yeah. will fall asleep mid sentence. It is astonishing to watch. It's like you. <laughs> I, I wish we had the video portion up right now. I could do the, an impression of it. But literally, like you'll just start leaning your head back. Your eyes will slowly close. Your mouth will slowly gape open. It's just the the most amazing thing to watch. So yes, yes, you're. You're narcoleptic, yeah. I promise you. Oh, man, this isn't good. But you know what? I'm starting to figure it out, I think, you know? I was able to stay awake for the last show, so we'll see if we can keep this going. I think I know who asked this next question, so I'm going to answer it the way that they want me to answer it. Tell us about WrestleMania three and how it felt to be there live. You asked me excellent, excellent question. The great feeling all time, all my life. It was that night. Pontiac, Michigan. Uh, Pontiac, Silverdome. No, no any other, no any other sport. No any other uh, the, the sporting event in your country. Uh, except the wrestling. Like... So, <laughs> so basically, uh, the, reason, the reason that was asked, I think... I think I know who it is, but they, uh, the Iron Sheik shoot interview where he, uh, gets asked that question and he answers the way I did. And he talks about WrestleMania three and then goes on to like, Brian Blair, you are no good piece of shit. Motherfucker. Like he just, <laughs> he just goes off. That was the interview that was, uh, that made Iron Sheik like a cult classic. Like he became more famous for his antics in that interview than he did for his stuff in the ring. So right. yeah. Haha, very funny. Thanks for that question, buddy. Um, <laughs> next question is, uh, what does Kenny do for a living? Um, deal with Brandon and his <laughs> shit. Uh, no, I am, a, I am a licensed mortgage loan originator, also known, formerly known as a mortgage broker. So basically, uh, if you are shopping for a house, instead of going to a bank, them running your credit... And then going to another bank, them running your credit, you basically come to me, I run your credit, I shop 17 lenders that I do business with. Actually, here, I'll plug it. Uh, go to facebook.com slash Kenny Mortgage, and I ha do have a page that explains my story, what I do, and how I can help you out. So if you're looking for a house, by all means, let me know. Especially if you're in Tampa, I can help you out. Brandon, do you want to answer that question, what does Kenny do for a living? Uh, Kenny is a father. All right, the ultimate father. Damn right. What and do I do for a living? Raise children <laughs> to be the best they can be. That's what he does. In a way, I'm like. In a way, I'm your father, Brandon. He raised me practically. I'm. St know? I'm still trying to make yeah. you a good man. I'm failing miserably. <laughs> <laughs> the next question: um, Are you looking for sponsors? Yes. I don't. I... Anything. Well, anything. Uh, no, I mean, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, <laughs> I wouldn't say anything. No, we, we are looking Shelving. for sponsors. I mean, we're, we're trying to grow the podcast to a point where, you know, it's aluminum. a viable source of income. Did you say aluminum? It doesn't matter, man. I'll take a sponsor. It's not up to you. 
Oh. You'll take the sponsor, like, and this portion of the podcast brought to you by the Dollhouse Tampa, where Dollhouse, Brandon definitely. comes every Saturday night to satisfy his needs. So now we're we're looking for sponsors. Honestly, I want to partner up with some friends, with some good people, and you know, why not? Why not grow this to a point where it can be a viable source of income? And that would be awesome. I mean, I want I just want people to hear this and be entertained, and I mean that makes me happy. But I also want to get it to a point where I can prove that this is something that we are doing on a weekly basis. I am committed to making it the best, you know, I can. And I, I don't want people to think I'm just going to do, you know, four episodes and run, you know. Well, I guess we're on episode five, right? So we're at least past that hurdle. But, you know, um, if you do want to be a sponsor, by all means, hit us up. I guess I'll make this email after this podcast. I mean, well, we can do sponsors at com. So... Hit me up on social media. Let me know if you want to be a sponsor. By all means, I'd be more than happy to do it. Oh, Lexi Twerk. She can definitely sponsor us. What? Twerk out, work out. Brandon. Brandon. We're taking you... all comers. We're taking everybody. Uh, Lord, take me now. <laughs> which leads us into our next question, which is not really a question, but a statement. <laughs> Dig into Brandon's deepest, darkest secrets. The world the world needs to know. I don't need to dig into shit because Brandon does it for me. Listen to half this podcast. is just debauchery that Brandon's saying and me basically trying to keep him from, from running off the rails. Brandon, anything deep and dark that you want to want to talk about? Do you know what? I'm really not that deep of a guy, to be honest. Deep, dark secrets? Um, I don't know. I like Britney Spears. Is that no? <laughs> is that a thing? Like her music. I like her, I like her music. Yeah, but why is that a deep dark secret? I don't know. I figured that was something people don't know. Right. <laughs> deep dark secret. I'm a fan of Britney Spears from 2007. <laughs> it's yeah, a tough year for her, Brandon. Yeah, that's a toughie, man. I don't know about a deep dark secret. I'd really have to. I have to think about that, man. Um, uh, how, I mean, how crazy were you trying to get here? I, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm circumcised? I mean, I don't, I don't know. What, what you... Well, let me turn on the video camera to find out right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't... If that's completely true. Here, I got a deep, dark secret for you. So we're we're uh, at an apartment complex. We're How old are we? 16 and 17 kind of thing? We're hanging oh, out with yeah, a bunch of friends, yeah, including the person that I know for a fact asked this question. And uh, basically, we're sitting there. There's a girl that Brandon liked, and I liked him back. And... Uh, <laughs> Let's just say we left them alone in the uh, hot tub, and we went off, and we were twiddling our thumbs, waiting all in a Nissan Juke, you know, and I'm talking about it was like 10 of us, and we're all sitting on each other's laps, because we're like, is this happening? You know, we're trying to be good friends, all right? Let's just say it like that. I'll, I'll let you your imaginations run wild. And I'm sitting there, <laughs> I'll never forget, someone reminded me of this like a couple years ago. I was like, if he doesn't do it, I will, damn it. <laughs> You know, basically just trying to, like, call him out on his shit. And then uh, that night became affectionately known as the Atlantic Sea Voyage because Brandon comes... <laughs> I can't even tell this story. Brandon comes back and he says, you know, explains to us what happened. And he was like, uh, it was really awkward. Uh, so, uh, 
you know, I told her, like, you know, we're, <laughs> I'm like uh, Captain Nemo, and she's my first mate, and we're going on an Atlantic <laughs> sea voyage. Uh, it was. I thought it was a good little roleplay thing to keep it going. <laughs> right? I, I don't know why I remained friends with you after <laughs> that, because that should have scarred me for life. And, uh, I mean, it was to the point, and I'm going to date myself here by saying it, but it was to the point where your MySpace at the time screen name was Atlantic Sea Voyage. <laughs> and little known fact, the picture on your MySpace, I still so vividly remember, is a picture of me with you smelling my hair. <laughs> yes. And it says Atlantic Sea Voyage. There you go. So there's your deep, dark secret, you bastard. Wait, were you the... <laughs> Are you the person that took the hot tub? <laughs> yeah, I was, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah. I was like taking a selfie or something with a home <laughs> video camera, yeah. mind you. Like it was that old. Like it wasn't a phone or anything, but I was taking uh, it with like a home video camera. And I think you were just smelling my hair. Yeah. Which goes back to the are you lovers question. Anyway, now <laughs> <laughs> the next question uh, I can tell came from a Simpsons fan. So I'm going to answer it as best as I can. And hopefully I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to post a link to the episode so people rem- understand what I'm about to do. Right. Guys, your podcast seems to have the momentum of a runaway freight train. Why are you so popular? Ooh, a tough question, but a fair one. There's no single answer. Some listeners respond to my integrity. Others are more impressed with my incorruptibility. Still, others buy my de- determination to lower taxes, and the bureaucrats in the state capital can put that in their pipes and smoke it. Remember I told you, like, I'm a bigger Simpsons fan than I am a wrestling fan? Yeah. And a lot of people don't believe that. Simpsons so trivia. That was, like, right almost, here. like, line for line. There was, like, an episode where uh, Mr. Burns is running for um, for governor, and uh, Lisa is forced. He's coming to dinner, so Lisa's forced to ask the question. Like, your, you know, campaign seems to have the momentum of a runaway freight train. <laughs> that he answers it like that, where he's just, like, you know, for the cameras, hyping it up, so. You're welcome. I know exactly who that was, and you're welcome for that question. Which leads us to our final question, and I left it for last. I purposely took this out of order and left it last. The question is, do you want to shake my hand? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is yes. I want to shake every one of you listeners' hands. That's right. As long as you are okay with me big-leaguing you. Dang. So that is the Big League Podcast. That was our first Q&A, Brandon. How do you feel about that? I thought it went well, you know. I, I didn't even know people actually submitted questions, so this is this is cool. You know, I got a notification, like, last week that was like, oh, you know, congrats on two weeks on being, you know, having your podcast or something up. And I was like, holy crap, you know. Like, it almost, like, put in perspective, like, we've, I'm actually really proud of that. We've actually grown the podcast in just a couple weeks, like, to great levels for being not even a month old yeah so i mean sky's the limit sky's the limit you know this is the big league podcast we're going all the way but sometimes the limit's the sky were you kanyeing me right now <laughs> don't yay me bro i'm yay you bro don't yay me don't big league me don't yay me bro <laughs> i wanted to say something and then i got distracted I know exactly where this is going. You are gonna name some <laughs> female that you just 
<laughs> you're clicking through Instagram. I'm looking at all these random videos, man. Oh my gosh! Did I did I call your bluff, there, buddy? Don't sleep on <laughs> Lauren London. I forgot about this chick, but then I went back. I can't remember what I was watching. I think I was watching some music video. And she was like in the music video. And I was like, oh my gosh. I remember that chick. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. Don't sleep on her. All right? I don't I don't know why I let you end the, the <laughs> podcast ever. I need to be a better dad to you, Brandon. <laughs> it's true. I need to be a better dad and just not allow care. you to go off on these, you know, ADHD-induced I'm out of control. Right now. Yeah, you're absolutely out of control. You you don't have clothes on. No. Brandon, you know what I want you to do before we leave to redeem yourself? Yeah. I want you to cut a promo right oh, before, right? Cut a promo. I don't care who it is. Jumping Jeff Farmer, you can be anybody. Cut a promo right before we leave. I tell you what, Father Kenny, you think you're my father? You think you're going to tell me what to do? You think I can't podcast naked? Well, I tell you what, damn it. Now look at our podcast naked. I can podcast naked while I'm drinking a soda that I stole from your house. So the next time you want to give me crap about taking your soda, boy, I'm going to spill it all over your crotch like our friend did at WrestleMania 32. <laughs> I'll see you in the ring. Thank you for admitting that you stole the soda. With that, <laughs> thanks for listening to episode five. Uh, this one was a lot of fun. I really did like doing the Q and A, so we'll have to do that again. We'll have to run that back. Brandon, go put some clothes on. You can go to sleep now. Right, met everybody. Just for a second.